Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited to have my good friend, fellow writer, and mentor Gary Moore joining me today. Gary's column, Understanding Relationships, is easily found in just about every issue of Christian Living Magazine, and he shares his wisdom right here on 94.1 The Voice each Friday morning at 845. Is that right? 845? 845, yeah. My, my notes are wrong. There's a typo in my notes. <laughs> so no, it I, is 845. It's like, wait a minute. I listen to his show. I know what time it is. Thank you so much for joining me. Good to be here. How are you? Uh, I'm good. 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 It's good. It's warming back up. Yeah. We, we no, had a, it's all right. We've we, had a good summer. We had a little respite. Now it's warming back up. So, yeah. you know, you so outside of this and outside of the magazine, we've Steve and I've known you and and your lovely bride Nancy for years, and and we actually do meet and have chats, and and I I love it because it always encourages me, and I always learn so much. Hmm. You know, I I did mention that you are one of my mentors, and that's true both in business and in marriage, and I just want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Glad it could help. But a big part of how you mentor me is how you share on communication. You know, here at the radio station, we laugh about me being Captain Chaos because <laughs> I am such an expressive and and I don't always, people like that don't always communicate well. And you always challenge me to think outside of my own little box and and to communicate better. And I love that. And you always do it with grace. I mean, you never have beat me over the head and said, <laughs> well, you should have tried this. <laughs> or yeah, Dami, have you thought of trying it that way? But later this month, we, we, Christian Living Magazine, is hosting a lunch and learn for our advertisers. And you're going to be our keynote speaker that day, com- talking about communicating in both your personal life and in business. Can you give us just a little teaser about that? Yeah, uh, we'll talk about some business because I've, uh, prior to my ministry, full-time ministry career, I was heavily involved in managing businesses and running sales organizations and Everything from an, a wholly owned subsidiary of Honeywell to my own business. And the whole thing of communication is really a very interesting topic. I continue to study it all the time. So we're going to talk, uh, I'm going to talk some about communication in business because that's why a lot of the people are there. And the other thing we'll talk about is communication, how some of those same rules, if you will, apply to our marriage relationships. And it's really important, if you don't have good communication and, and it's, not, it's not safe in the home life, you're not going to have a good business life. You can't separate them out that much. They overlap with each other, even though that you would like to. So we'll give some, uh, some different ways and perspectives and things that I think people need to hang on to. One of them is that you need to realize that there are no neutral interactions between people. Every time you interface with someone, they either feel better because they interfaced with you or they feel worse. (coughs) But they never... Sorry about that. It's never a neutral interaction. So if you will 
enter into that, if you'll have that framework, when you begin to talk to someone, now, I want this to be a positive. How is it, what do I need to do so that this is a positive? Even if we have (laughs) something negative to talk about, how is it going to be a positive experience? When you have a a time of what I call heated fellowship with your spouse, (laughs) when you're done with that, step back, and then you talk, what was, are we better than before we started talking about that, or was it a negative? Did I make deposits in her love bank, or did I make withdrawals? Well, the same thing happens in business. When I interacted with this client, did I leave positive or negative? And if you begin to come in into it with that attitude, it changes the way you approach a conversation. It does. It changes. And so you have to remember There are no neutral interactions, so that's just a given. The second thing you want to remember is that you don't communicate to convince. You communicate to connect. And that is a huge, huge difference, both in the business world and in your personal relationship with your spouse. Because a lot of time, especially in our relationship with our spouse, we're trying to communicate, communicate to convince. Come to my side. I, I want this. <laughs> I know Let's I'm do right. Yeah. So you just get, get on the board here. Get on board. The other side is, is, yeah, in the sales game, I'm always communicating to try to convince as well. But wait a minute. <clears throat> if, if I don't have a relationship, it's going to be very difficult to convince. Yes. The other thing, especially <clears throat> in the business world, as we think about things, is that it would be real easy to communicate in the business world, particularly, and this happens in the relationships as well, but especially in the business world, it would be real easy to communicate if the person we're communicating with had a blank mind, no prior experience, whatever. Because if I come in and they see me as a, because, you know, I've already told you how we're going to begin the, the session, but I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to give that away now. <laughs> but if, Let's say that uh, I'm an insurance salesman and I come in to talk to you about insurance for your business. As soon as you know I'm an insurance salesman, your mind immediately goes to your prior experiences with insurance people. Absolutely. And so whatever that experience was, then that's what you begin to filter through whatever I'm saying. And if it was a negative experience and I haven't built this connection with you, then I'm not even going to listen. Yeah. And so we we don't have a blank mind that we deal with. So we have to communicate to connect. In other words, I've got to be able to connect with you in a certain way. Then once I make that connection, then I can begin to turn you toward the message that I want to give to you. It's all about trust and relationship. <laughs> yes, because one of the, one of the errors that particularly – new salespeople make is they're so excited about their solution is that they jump in and offer the solution before they understand what the real problem is and how they, their uh, potential client is experiencing that problem. Yep. And so they give their solution too early in the process and don't get the sale. And so there's a lot that goes through this. And so we'll talk some of those things. We'll talk about how you have how certain things have a thing a, a place in your mind already. In other words, I could say, "You want 
tissue. My mother never said get a tissue. She always said get a Kleenex. But it may not have been Kleenex. In uh, Portland, where I was managing a distribution company, uh, Heister made their forklift trucks in Portland. So it was always, go get it on the Heister in the warehouse. Yep. Go get it on the Heister and pull that over. It might have been a tow motor or some other brand, but that had a position in the mind. And that's what we face when we're trying to get into a client and make connection with a client. They already have something there. Yep. So don't think it's blank. And just because you come along, it's exciting for them. <laughs> <laughs> but getting to know me, I, I once went to work for a daily paper, you know, because my, my, my history before was ad sales. I've done ad sales. I do the ad sales, a lot of the ad sales for the, for the magazine. But when I went to work for the, this daily paper, I thought, people are going to throw money at me. They're going to be so excited to see me because I work for the daily paper. And I was so excited. And imagine... My first week of sales calls, when I found out it, they were not throwing money at me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, and 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 our conservative clients felt like we were too liberal, and our liberal clients thought we were too conservative. And I've had a whole new kettle of worms. I had to figure out how to build relationship on. Yeah, it's building relationship and move through and understanding <clears throat> that we all have different perspectives. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. especially in our marriage relationships, we have different perspectives. But even in the business world, we all have different perspectives. And so you've got to understand what the perspective is this other person has so that then you can begin to do what you need to do to I, accomplish your goal. I was listening to a radio show here on 94.1 earlier this week, and they were talking about the different perspectives that young couples bring into a marriage, different theologies, different family plans, different all the things. They may match on paper, but those differences should come together and if you talk only to convince yeah instead of to connect no you have to, to communication is for connection not convincing yeah so if you start out with those two principles alone and there's some other ones but those two principles alone number one there are no neutral interactions and number two the the goal of communication is for connection not to convince absolutely so your column in, in Christian Living is understanding relationships, but it's based on your own mutual understanding method. Yeah. So this is a wonderful program that you've developed. And in September, Christian Living Magazine is sponsoring your couples conference. So let's talk about the mutual understanding method a little bit and what some of the things that you're going to be covering at this conference in September. Well, it's interesting Dr. Gottman from the Gottman Institute in Seattle, he's one of the world-renowned people on relationships. And one summer, I was able to go over to the Gottman Institute and get training on some of the one of his academic areas, uh, one of the books that he has written and stuff, so that I can legally, I guess is the term, teach it and yeah. such. And But he's he has some very interesting things that he has said and that he has found. Number one, the nation, nationwide relapse rate for standard behavioral marital therapy is 30 to 50%. Oh, wow. In other words, almost 50% of all the people that go to a marriage therapist have no help. It doesn't help. They go back into what's comfortable. They go back. What he's found is that prevention workshops in which couples work on their relationship before the conflict takes its toll are three times more effective 
than workshops designed for couples who are already troubled. And he says that one of the biggest myths, he talks about some different myths, he says, is that communication, more specifically, learning to resolve your conflicts is the royal road to romance and an ending, an enduring, excuse me, happy marriage. What I've found as I worked with couples is that communication is really not the key to your marriage. And that's what we've all been, that's the classic line. Communication is the key to your marriage. Yep. So that's where we always want to begin. Mutual understanding is the key. If you don't have mutual understanding, communication won't take place. Now, if I don't understand why my wife is responding the way she does or acting, interacting with me the way she is, or why I'm responding the way I am to her, what happens is I make assumptions. Yep. I assign motive as to why she's doing what she's doing. And when I assign motive, my default position is always to protect my own position. And so we have an impasse. And so what I have found then, if couples will learn how to get this mutual understanding, and I've identified several different areas in a relationship where you need this mutual understanding, that once these couples go through working with me and get this mutual understanding, there are very few issues. You know, it's amazing that you say that, and I hope I'm not, I hope I'm not stealing later thunder no. in your notes, but Steve and I have attended one of your couples' conferences. It was phenomenal. It was a life changer for us. And we had a great marriage, it, but it was preventive. But one of the things that you said recently went through my mind, and we did this several years ago when we went through, yeah. it was one of your early conferences. But Steve had done something that annoyed me. And I went out in the garage to get something, and I almost could hear your voice in my head. No spouse gets up in the morning thinking, how can I mess up their day today? Right. It just happens. And I was like, he did not get up this morning intentionally thinking, how can I annoy her today? No. What can I do to get under her skin? <laughs> and I went, okay. But then it was easier to play the grace card. Yes, it is. And it's what I found is that most of us don't even know what we're looking for. By definition, if we can't identify what something is, we can't deal with it. Yep. And so part of the key is to learn some of the different things to be looking for and recognize what they are and then have ways worked out that you can deal with them. And that's part of what my whole approach is. And I prefer to use it on the preventive maintenance side, if you will, although I have used it very successfully with couples that are also very troubled. Yeah, It just takes more time and things. But it, the whole thing is, is that I, my joy is working with couples before they have major issues so they don't have to go through the problem of the issues to get to a better marriage. Part of the other thing is, is that why I think people are reticent even to talk about potential issues in their marriage is we've bought into the idea that, well, marriages just sort of happen. Yeah. And they're okay. It's ordinary. And it's just not. And then this... This statement that I read, I shared with you before we went on the air, but this, it's not a requirement to be sick to get better. Yeah. God's design for marriage is so exciting when you begin to live into the fullness of it, but we've bought into the wrong plan. And when we really begin to understand some of these dynamics, then what to look for and then have the proper tools to use. It's like you wouldn't go to a mechanic that only had one tool. 
So if I want to go to the mechanic and I'm having problems with my engine, but the only tool he has is a, a lug wrench to change my tires, I'm in trouble. Yep. Now, the other problem is, is, okay, I can go down to the store and I can buy the right tool. I can tell them what my problem is. They give me the right tool. I purchase the tool. But if I don't know how to use the tool, it still doesn't do me any good. Yep, absolutely. My whole thing is, is that people would do whatever they needed to do to have a successful marriage. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to look for. And then when they find it, they don't know how to handle what they found. And that's part of what the mutual understanding method approach is for. Give you some tools, some things to look out for. And it's a lifetime thing that you do. You know, I, I talk to a lot of people and they, they, you know, they come from homes where mom and dad made it look so easy. They didn't realize how hard it was. Or mom and dad had such a mess of a marriage that all they can think of is I'm not doing it that way. But they right. don't have a roadmap. So what are some of the topics we're, you're going to cover? Well, I, I started the- to say we're going to cover... I'm not covering anything. I'm just going to be there cheering you on. <laughs> and I may have, I, I can't commit to it yet because I haven't cleared it with this, but I may have a couple at the first session that will talk about their experience going through it, which will be very exciting for people. The first session that we do on Friday night is we talk about the mutual understanding method and begin to talk about what happens when you get married It's like you come down an aisle with a big box, and this box has all your hopes, dreams, and desires in it. The groom comes in from the side with his box of hopes, dreams, and desires. So in the ceremony, what in effect I end up doing is I take my box of hopes, dreams, and desires, and I give them to my spouse. As soon as I give them to my spouse, now they become expectations. Yep. So what's the dynamic that happens when we do that? And how do we protect ourselves against that? And then we also talk about some of the basic differences between men and women. We talk about that when you were dating, as I say, you know, I I don't know what you were doing to earn a living when you were dating, but I can tell you what business you were in. You were in (laughs) sales and marketing. You were selling an image you hoped the other one would buy, and they in turn were doing the same thing. So in effect, you didn't marry a real person. You married an image of a person. And so the first few years that get to be a little difficult sometimes is because you're now figuring out who the other person really is. Yep. And so we'll talk about that in the first session. In the second session, uh, it's called Subhu. One of the basic scriptures that we get so caught up with and there's been so mistaught in the church is what it means to submit. I knew you were going here. I love it. I, I've, again, I've taken the seminar. I, I love it. So we're going to take a look at, when that scripture was written, we're going to take a look at the three different types of civilizations that were prominent then the the Romans, the Greeks, and the Jews, and how they looked at marriage and how they would have received this teaching. And then we're going to go back to talk about the teaching from the earliest manuscripts that we have available to us. How does this really all go together? And what does this all really mean? And I think people will find this to be very, very interesting. And it's to me, it's very life-changing. It's not the negative connotation. No, it's it not gets. a negative it's, connotation It's not whatsoever. the bad press it gets today. No. Yeah. <clears throat> and then in, in session three, we talk about 
Dr. Gottman's, what he has found as the six different key factors that lead to divorce. Dr. Gottman has gone through so much study and things, he can actually predict with a 93% accuracy rate whether a couple will divorce or not. Wow. I'm not sure I want that on my calling card, but anyway. I was going to say, I'm not visiting with Dr. Gottman. <laughs> so we're going to discuss those different ones and what they are, because at, at times we all have some of them appear. But how do you deal with them when they appear? What what are they? And so on. And then in the uh, fourth session, it's called the choice. What happens when what you expect doesn't match what you experience? How do we handle that? And how does Scripture tell us that we are to handle that? And so we'll talk about that. We have, that's a very interesting session because we all have this, even in other areas of our life than relationships, where our expectations and experience don't match. And we've fallen into the trap that we don't have any decision to make that's beyond us. No, you always have a decision to make. And it's always your decision, and it's always the same decision. So come to the seminar, and you'll know what that is. (laughs) That's so cool. That's so cool. I love that. And it's Tell us again. Well, we didn't even mention. I forgot to mention. When is when is the couple? It's going to be the fifteenth Friday night, fifteenth, and the Saturday the sixteenth till noon. And I know there's a Boise State game at ten o'clock in the morning. They moved it after we had set up everything. Yeah. It's going to be at Cloverdale Church of God. It starts at seven o'clock in the evening. You can go to my website mutualunderstanding.net, and on the homepage there's a place there you can click and download a brochure. You can register. There is a cost for it, but you can come in as a, you can pre-register before the end of this month and save twenty percent. So and and there might be snacks for Friday night. Yeah, and there will be because there will be a continental breakfast on Saturday morning. We'll begin at nine o'clock Saturday morning and we'll be done by one o'clock at the latest. Yeah, so well, time well worth it. And you can catch the end of the BSU game. Yeah, or record it and watch the whole thing. Yeah. So in addition to your website, you have a Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook page, Mutual Understanding. Mutual Understanding Method is Facebook page. Yeah, I have a Facebook page. have a website, mutualunderstanding.net. has a lot of things there, a lot of videos that I've recorded. I have over 100 teaching videos there that I've done. Some of them technically are not as good as others, but hey, that's the way it is when you begin to put things on the web. And then I have a whole program thing on just communicating and connecting the three-step connection the mom the three-step connection plan is on there and what it, you can go there you can download some of the stuff and look at it you can become a member for 20 bucks a month it's uh it's, it's well a, worth it it's a phenomenal it's, thing it's so well worth it you also do couple counseling i do counseling both yeah. for preventive and for troubled marriages i do both in face face to face and online i have one couple i work with that is happens to be in florida that's and that that always just impresses me. But in addition, and we're running out of time here, but in addition to that, you also do group coaching. So yes. you do for businesses and yes. for other different groups. So again, tell us the website because that's the easiest and fastest way to reach you. Mutualunderstanding.net. So thank you so much. Oh yeah. Um remember folks, if you don't already be sure and tune in to Gary's show here on KBXL each Friday morning at eight forty five. There's always an archive of his radio show on 941thevoice.com or 
It's now a podcast, too, on all the major platform streamings, just like Christian Living Spotlight is. Gary, thank you so much. It's been fun and educational, as always. <laughs> Good to be here with you. That brings our time to an end for this week, folks. We invite you back next week when we have a special guest in store for you. Next week's show is going to be really fun. They will encourage you and give you hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.